You're on Radio 191 FM Overgrown. We have both Veronica Stevenson and Victoria Catherwood. Are you there, guys? Can you both hear me? Yes. Try them. Nice. Nice. Okay. So, um, you guys are coming together. Uh, One of you, a graduate of science communication uh, here at Otago University. Another one of you, a uh, medical student, uh, nearing the end of your studies, uh, also at Otago. And basically... um, you guys have decided to make a documentary. You're promoting um, a, a funding for a small budget on Pledge Me, and the idea is to create a a resource for medical professionals because there's there's a lack of um, high quality information available to them, uh, and basically that has led the medical professionals in New Zealand to essentially be very cautious on the issue of medical cannabis so far. Um, maybe let's start with you, Tori. Um, yeah, that's a good idea because you're a little bit delayed. Okay. Um, how, how did you first, you know, how did this issue first come to your attention and what made you, um, you know, sort of uh, decide to take part in this? So I um, I had somebody close to me who was terminally ill, and they were kind of at the last um, last legs, and they were, you know, in a lot of pain, and the conventional medication wasn't doing anything. So they decided to give it a go, and it was pretty amazing the benefits that I saw with my own eyes. And then, um, I, as a medical student, I was going into conversations between patients and doctors. And I was kind of witnessing that there was no education around medicinal cannabis. So there is no official medicinal cannabis education for either medical students or doctors. There's education around substance abuse, but not around any of the, the benefits and um, the, the sort of the harms that people don't talk about. So that's kind of um, what we aim to do is to fill that gap and first step is to get some funding so yeah we've got some crowdfunding going and uh, you've teamed up with Veronica and she is you know a professional science communicator uh, exactly the the type of person you need to um, yeah communicate these these complicated ideas that really do revolve around science how did that uh, match-up happen, and um, Veronica, why, why don't you tell us how you got involved? Um, well, I met Tori when I was working, but she was studying, and she uh, was going out with my cousin's, my boyfriend's cousin at the time. So um, we became friends, and she came to me because she knows I'm interested in science um, and was just kind of concerned and worried about knowing that given it wasn't being taught in medical school or professionally that there was just this latent gap of people who were being deprived of medicine but also whether patient and um, the patient rights were being impacted uh, for autonomy and just the harms that were being caused by that conversation not being had between health professionals was just actually is appalling so we um, yeah I got kind of on board she she is a compelling and passionate woman, so here we are, fundraising. Well, and I guess, um, you know, it is that that vacuum of information that really allows the um, 
you know, archaic, uh, very sort of juvenile propaganda to continue to flourish. Uh, and it's yeah. really important that you guys step in and fill that gap. And somebody with a professional approach uh, to step in and fill that gap so that they're not going to shoot the messenger. You know, um, a lot of people have been saying exactly the same thing for a long time. Uh, but for whatever reason, they're not being taken seriously or listened to. But if you can present it in a very professional way uh, and target it towards those health professionals, mm. that's really going to make a big difference. Um, yeah, hopefully. And so let's talk a little bit about your crowdfunding campaign. Uh, you guys have uh, listed the project on Pledge Me. How do people find it? And, uh, you know, what what are people what why should they contribute what are you asking for well we're asking for uh the budget to go and talk to people who we think are relevant have relevant information to medical practitioners so lawyers around um the legislation their rights um, and obligations as doctors but also their um, obligations to their patients and there's a really tricky line that, that doctors are being asked to walk um, at the moment in terms of the legislation meaning they can't prescribe it and their Hippocratic oath to do no harm and provide the best standard of care so that's a really tricky line and, and we, we've been hearing so many people have been coming out of the woodwork since the surgery campaign started that this is um, something that needs to be answered uh, also, we want to talk to pain specialists and people who, for doctors whose conditions, which Tori will be able to talk better about, um, are indicated for cannabis use. Um, and just really make people aware that, that they might have patients who are using it or who could benefit from it. Yeah, now this is a really important point. Um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of patients in the community are using medical cannabis. Now, uh, for a lot of them, it's providing relief, and uh, it, it's, it may be a really good thing that's not being recognized. Uh, for others, it may not be appropriate, but when they can't even feel like they can talk to their doctor about it, or when their doctor is in a situation where either they have so little knowledge about it, all they can say is basically what they've heard is, you know, basically only stupid or bad people do it and it's not something that's good or even if they do know about it they feel timid to uh, acknowledge it or interact with the patient on that level because of the stigma of illegality now you Tori I mean you like you say you had a personal experience with someone who is benefiting from it uh, and you yourself are going into the medical profession um, why don't you talk a little bit about that sort of um, that struggle that you just mentioned that got you into this, that you, you knew, you know, that this is a powerful uh, healing plant, but it's so marginalized or even just censored and ignored. Um, it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. You know, all the listeners of the show feel this way, uh, but nobody yeah. can quite articulate it. Uh, but you guys are doing a great job. Um, oh, thanks. Tell me, thanks. yeah, just tell me a little bit about how that, how that felt and, um, you know, what, what you your thinking was as you noticed this seemed to be omitted all the way through your training yeah so it's it's pretty heartbreaking to be honest just sitting in a in, a, in an office with a patient and a doctor 
or doing a ward round and having a patient ask about a legitimate, you know, treatment for for their illness or sort of their symptom, and the doctor just really dismiss it. And so, it's really difficult because I, you know, I have a um, master's degree in biochemistry, so I knew a lot about um, cannabis and the benefits and. Um, when they didn't have much of an idea, I'd kind of flick a paper under their face, um, and you know, in a in another day, and just talk to them about it. And they were really interested, and they kind of said, "Oh well, I didn't know that. You know, we weren't taught it." Or on the other hand, there'd be you know doctors who um, who would say, "Actually, yeah, they they would encourage it, and they would provide it for quality of life if they could, but it's illegal." Um, so. It kind of, it was really heartbreaking because that was going on while this person who was sort of close to me um, was getting all of these benefits and I was just, you know, really torn between what I was kind of seeing in the the sort of conventional medical system versus what I was actually seeing in, you know, in real life. And so I think the first time Veronica and I ever really had this conversation, I got really upset and we were having a conversation um, sort of while we were watching the medical chapter of Drug Lord. Mm. And I think I was actually um, trying to con Veronica into it, and I was giving her a massage at the time. You were, I think you knew what she had in store. But um, <laughs> yeah, basically, she was just sort of fed up with me and, and said, you know, look, let's let's do something about this. And what was a really small idea has kind of um, snowballed into what it is now. And and hopefully, if we get the crowdfunding, um, we do have a lot of support from people within the medical system, but. Obviously, they're really hesitant to say so because they haven't seen the final product and, you know, they're not really too sure what way we're going to go. But we just um, simply want to tell the truth. You know, we've got um, research out there with benefits and there's also, there is research into into some harms, but I think it's really important to clear up what actually the harms are because um, there's a lot of misconception out there. And there's also a lot of drug interactions that happen with medicinal cannabis, so it's really important that patients do feel comfortable discussing it with their doctors because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, CBD and THC, I mean, this is this is just kind of like one of the, the many things that cannabis um, constituents do, but they inhibit these enzymes in your liver, which 50% of other pharmaceutical drugs need to break down. So it effectively makes them um, more effective and it can cause side effects and so... You know, the fact that this is being brushed under the rug is actually not really acceptable because these harms are happening and we're not talking about it. Well, uh, yes, the truth hurts, uh, but the truth will also set you free. And, you know, as you say, it's really it's really important to be upfront and honest about this. And, you know, I feel very comfortable with people telling the truth because I know that... Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna be on the right side. Uh, the truth is on our side in terms of you know people responsible adults uh, who use cannabis you know responsibly, maybe even therapeutically. Um, and uh, if we can talk about it and if we can examine that, um, this this power of cannabis sort of herbal medicine will uh, yeah it will be vindicated. I think. Um, So, Veronica, you're the science communicator. I mean, you obviously, you know, she may have uh, gotten you in a trance to get you to agree to making the movie, but you obviously had uh, feelings of your own as well. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, your your feelings, uh, you know, through your education about the the taboo of cannabis and the the sort of censorship and omission, or um, you know, what what your background thoughts had been about, uh, you know, maybe 
better information helping facilitate a law change? Um, well, to be honest, I hadn't thought about it until Tori um, came and talked to me about it. For me, it wasn't... Um, I didn't know people who were using it. I wasn't studying medicine, um, but I was studying science communication and how to translate overall themes um, from within a body of literature uh, and weave it into a story and make it applicable to your audience. That was what that was what caught me. So the challenge of doing that, but the importance of the project. Okay, right. And so, had you, but you didn't have any familiarity with cannabis or the idea that maybe it should be legalized or decriminalized. I mean, you must have had thoughts about it uh, prior to that. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think that it should be the penalty should be as harsh. I think it should be uh, re uh, re legalized, um, and there should be some regulation around it. Um, I think that would make it safer for everyone. Um, I also think there's a massive uh, economic and health benefit that we're not getting from 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 it, so it's just a loss all around. It's not; it just doesn't really make sense. But you hadn't never thought, um, particularly about sort of uh, committing any particular action, um, or uh, until you met with Tori. No, I mean, if uh, probably I would, if someone later on had said to me, "Look, can you help me? I've got a friend, or I know someone." Um, can you help me find cannabis for it? I would probably have helped them, um, but it was it was Tori's story who brought it um, brought it to me for the telling, and it's been it's been a really beautiful process. Yeah, well, I am I'm so excited. Uh, you guys have a, a great lineup of people that you're going to be interacting with. I mean, there's so much uh, story to tell. Uh, you know, I mean. Every week, there's something new that's happening on the radio show. Uh, we're talking about it um, all the time. And uh, yeah. you guys, you know, people like Sue Gray, people like Redwood Ryder, uh, mm-hmm. Victoria Davis, all the patients all across New Zealand, um, you know, all have their own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be, uh, you know, there, there's plenty content there. And you guys have the skills, I think, to... Uh, tell it in in an, in the right way, in an attractive way, and as you say, uh, gear it towards the right audience, which is the medical professionals of New Zealand, uh, who feel like you know um, the evidence isn't there, or or they don't want to, as you say, they're they're tentative about aligning themselves uh, with something that they don't know where it's going. But um, I think you guys have a good chance of uh, you know steering them in the right direction. How can people, uh, you know, support the documentary? How can they participate uh, if they've got uh, something that they think is important to the story? Um, yeah, for the people who are just hearing about it now or who are going to hear about it, you know, listening to this as a podcast, uh, what is the best way for them to interact with you guys? Uh, you can go to the Pledge Me site um, and you can sign up to the newsletter and we'll send you updates about productions um, as it happens. Um, so what what do they search for on Pledge Me or, you know, what is the, the direct if URL? You, if you typed into Google Pledge Me Cannabis Documentary, you would find us. Okay. The first hit. Yeah. Um, and you can sign up for a newsletter if you want updates on the production and as we roll out... Uh, people that we find to interview um we're gonna we're gonna do that um we've just secured anthony falkoff anthony falkoff um who was helen kelly's oncologist to interview so he'll be um one of the specialists 
guests that we talk to in the documentary. So that's very exciting. <clears throat> very cool. And um, if people are sort of uh, wanting to get in contact with you guys, uh, is there a sort of, um, other than the Pledge Me site, can they email you through there or... Um, What's yeah, the best go, way to send the message? To my, um, my film website, which is Spindle Fiber Films, um, or on Facebook, which is Psycom Films, and um, contact me through there. Um, yeah. Excellent. And uh, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, um, sure, sure. Uh, the collaborations that, that have come out, or like the conversations we've had um, throughout making this during this campaign and, and making the docker have been awesome. One in particular that's live now that I think will um, resonate with your audience is Action Station approached us after we put the Pledge Me um, campaign up, and there's now um, a petition to the government to add cannabis to the Misuse of Drugs Act exemption and allow doctors to prescribe it. And it's up to five and a half thousand signatures so if you think that's a good idea then you should add your signature to that yeah well and that's actually a really good campaign uh because that is something that can be done very easily and without uh any you know fanfare or parliamentary majority required exactly. for the law change uh the minister can of course just direct uh this exemption to be extended but unfortunately the minister who's held that portfolio uh for quite a while seems to have a um you know a vindictive attitude uh in my opinion some people say he's a reformer who's being held back uh, i wonder if you have any opinions uh or or final things that you want to share with the listeners tori you know coming from a medical perspective um, Don't hold back. Yeah, I mean, what you know, is there anything else you want to include about uh, the story of the documentary and people participating? But I get uh, guess also, you know, how do you feel about the attitude of the ministry uh, and some of the things that have gone on, say, in the last uh, six to twelve months while you guys have been starting to work on this uh, in the medical cannabis space? Yeah, well, it's been pretty interesting. We. Um we were trying to get to the bottom of who the roadblock is in the ministry, and we we we're not sure. We, we think we might have found the person, but we're we're trying to you know like find out. And we really thought it would be awesome to get that person on um, camera for this documentary because you know if we kind of have the answers, the questions, and the solutions all together, it just sort of you know it really um, hopefully will just deliver it to the right people, and then they will be able to feel more comfortable speaking out. As a medical student, it's it's quite frustrating because I have these incredible conversations with these really, um, you know, like quite superior doctors in New Zealand, and they are encouraging me. I've not had one person yet who said, you know, oh, that's a terrible idea. Um, and it's been really, really overwhelming. And I've had researchers as well who have said, this is great. You know, every time we try to apply for research, it gets blocked. And then they're asking for research, but, you know, they're kind of not really sure what's going on so it's really frustrating watching the stuff go on and i think it really um in an election year it's really important that you know um keep the pressure certain on parties um perhaps develop policies around this because um it's you know the the stigma is lifting and the the actual reality of medicinal cannabis cannabis and you know the sort of prohibited drugs in general as well they're um becoming more kind of 
widely accepted as therapeutic benefits and, mm. and sort of the idea of um, decriminalisation is not such a radical idea anymore, especially with the Portugal um, ex-leader in, in the UN. So, you know, there's, there are conversations happening um, behind closed doors and I'm kind of excited because I can hear them, but I can't really talk about them. So it's, um, I think it's just really important that if people do want this sort of to come out, they have to you know, have to jump on board and we'd love, you know, if people could help crowdfund. We've got five and a half thousand dollars that we need in ten days. And at this stage we're we're really not sure if we're gonna make it, um, which would be a real bummer because this is an awesome opportunity. So, um yeah, if people jump on to pledge me, even, you know, like a small amount five bucks, it's it's a coffee and a little goes a long way for us. And then, you know, if they can jump on action station and let us know that that they're keen to to legalise the, um, you know, the medicinal side of it. And I think the governments, you know, they might start listening and then maybe they'll bring up the conversation about the other side of, you know, cannabis, the so-called recreational, whether it is or isn't different from medical. I think it's important to just talk about it and hopefully this will be a bit of a catalyst for that. Yeah, well, um, as you say, you know, it is... The, the stigma is lifting, uh, but it is kind of the last uh, taboo, and it is so great to see that, you know, uh, people like you guys are breaking the taboo. Uh, you know, young, professional females, uh, very um, sympathetic to, you know, the average Kiwi, uh, not some crazy person, not some druggie. Uh, somebody who really wants to compassionately, um, you know, explore this information uh, and tell this story, tell the truth, as you say. And uh, as I said, uh, I am really, you know, positive about that because I am confident uh, that the truth is on our side. Um, yeah. So I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and I encourage all of our listeners to uh, support this a little. And as you say, there is a lot happening. I mean... Things are changing very rapidly. Uh, even Nikki Kay, uh, the up-and-coming national MP, uh, is saying she has a changed opinion about medicinal cannabis now that she's been through cancer herself. So uh, I think there is a lot of um, room for movement, and 2017 is going to be a big year. Uh, it's a crazy world that we're living in, but um, uh, one of the few good things that is happening is movement in this area. So, uh, and I think if you guys do what you uh, are trying to do successfully, that's going to go a long way. Yeah, thanks, awesome. Dave. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for being with us, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you both very soon and keep yeah, up the good work. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, thanks, Dave, and um, take care. See ya. Yeah, cool. Have a good one. See you later. Bye.